Greetings, infamy snobby dud, flesh wound freaks, and welcome to Flesh Wound Horror Live. I'm Flesh Wound Dan, joined by producer Todd. Good evening. And Mike Kruger. Welcome to prime time, bitch. So, gentlemen, how are you doing tonight? How's uh, Christmas season going now for you? I got a little too much Christmas cheer last <laughs> night, so if you could see the nice rosy red cheeks and yeah i feel like fucking hell I, but i'm here so. i thought you're just jolly with the with the red cheeks oh no <laughs> definitely not we can asmr isn't that what that's for like where you scratch the mic that's for not for rosy cheeks i don't know what dan's doing. for headaches for he- headaches todd isn't that what it's for is it i, I mean it. i'm sure i, I thought can... people jerked off to that shit there's that yeah. too I don't know which one's like, pri- is it primary jerk up or is it primary relax? From what I've always been told, it's primary relax. But well, every, but the thing with that is, everything becomes primary jerk off. Yeah, maybe jerk maybe, off maybe, maybe we'll sleep. start a start a ASMR spinoff channel. We, you know, it's already came up, and we we said we'd read like movie synopsis in a in ASMR, and it actually got some good responses. <laughs> I mean, Dan, Dan, Dan would be great at that shit. So no, but Dan's gonna make it all awkward and like. Oh, he's gonna make voice. it perverted. That's why. That's why we have to have him do it. We have to have Ozzy do one too. He refuses. I've already tried <laughs> to get him on ASMR. Why? He's like, nope. But make patrons make Ozzy do it. He, yeah. he doesn't want people to fap to his voice. I guess. Yeah, although he was told. That he would be very good at describing porn to the blind. <laughs> so I have got him. Uh, he's almost warmed up to doing that for us. So that maybe would be we'll, hilarious. Maybe we'll have him describe corporate assets. So at least now everyone can join, whether you can see or not. Okay. Hey, we got Pitt in the chat. What's up, you beautiful bastard? I'll see you in a couple days. Hello, Pitt. Hey, Pitt. What's oh. up? Hey, Ghost. Welcome, welcome. Uh, so, yeah. Have you guys done any of your shopping yet? I'm done. I've been done for, like, uh, probably three weeks. Oh, nice. You planned ahead. I'm I'm, uh, I'm about halfway there. I'm kind of at the point where I've, like, got the, the shit that I really need to get. Because uh, Amazon, you got maybe a week being generous, not even that, and then it can get a little squirrely they're already having that this arrives before christmas stuff you know well they're they gonna... do that they do that automatically every year though just so you know yeah but i think the goal post keeps like moving back a little bit no no so... but what i'm saying that they they have that throughout the month that this well and this won't arrive that like yeah that's not a sign of change that's i mean that they're coming early may not you know i'm not saying that but that's yeah, always yeah, yeah. been a thing yeah, so I I got my <laughs> online shit. I got to get some stuff in store. Pitt says, "See you all soon, or not, Dan." Thankfully, <laughs> damn. Well, I mean, you did you you did uh, you were talking shit on the Christmas cruelty DVD, so <laughs> yeah. There's always You're, a running possibility. It, it, it's Norwegians and Cool Duder. That's all. T- <laughs> Don't compare Norwegians to Cool Duder. No, I'm saying you have beef with both of them. I think they would they would deport Cool Duder in Norway for sure. I don't know what for. But- oh my God, Daily Ghost! Thank you, but well, uh, should I bring that up now? Fuck it, I'm, it's coming up now. So I guess Violent Night is what Die Hard would look like if it was actually a Christmas movie. I keep telling Ozzy that. 
I also say Home Alone because if Die Hard's not a Christmas movie, either is Home Alone. So it's like if Die Hard and Home Alone were a Christmas movie. If Bruce Willis and Macaulay Culkin fuck. See, I, Kruger seems Ugh. confused about this. Well, I don't no, think when you saying Home Alone isn't a Christmas movie is fucking crazy. If if you look at Die Hard, both of them, if you pull the Christmas out of them, they don't need to be. Okay. Now so you take the Christmas out of fucking the plot of any Christmas movie, it changes. No, no, it changes, but it does. It won't necessarily work. Silent Night, Deadly Night does not work if it's not Christmas. Oh yeah, okay. that's Christmas evil, like. Home a Die Hard, I get Home Alone. I think that's a stupid argument. But let's no, we'll see. <laughs> let's have it. Let's no, have it out. For the record, I think they both are. But whenever anyone says that Die Hard is not a Christmas film, I tell them they neither is Home Alone. They don't know how to respond to that. Kind of like it confused you and kind of made you annoyed. <laughs> Yeah, I don't have the patience for this type of tomfoolery right now. (laughs) He responded by saying you're full of shit, Todd. That's that's what he said. Pretty much, or he implied anyways. But, uh, well, since we're already on Violent Night, might as well get right into it. Guys, if you haven't, slap that thumbs up for us. We'd appreciate it. Give us a share. Always helps. Uh, So, Violent Night from director... Tommy Wercola, who everybody uh, probably best knows for the Dead Snow movies, and oh, um, one that I'm very fond of, What Happened to Monday, with uh, Numi Rapace, never say her name right, uh, <laughs> maybe I did this time, I don't know. Um, also, uh, Hansel and Gretel, Witch Hunters, which uh, uh, I remember liking, I haven't revisited that one since I saw it, but yeah, I liking it yeah so pretty good record and let's see if he keeps it up with violent night so uh violent night follows a team of elite mercenaries who break into a wealthy family compound on christmas eve taking everyone inside hostage but the team isn't prepared for a surprise combatant santa claus is on the grounds and he's about to show why this nick is no saint all right, so Violent Night. Um, who wants to go first? I, I can go first. <laughs> Shocker. First, first thing I got to say, fucking gory as fuck and amazing kills in this movie. I was not expecting it to deliver in that area as much as it did, and you could tell that this was made by a horror director, so big fucking props there. I love the whole cast, but David Harbour may be my favorite portrayal of Santa Claus I've ever seen on screen. Just, he is so fucking funny. Uh, just so, such a badass. And the little backstory they have to his St. Nick character, fucking phenomenal. Uh, also, it was nice to see Beverly D'Angelo in there as a, you know, big <laughs> Christmas vacation fan. Uh, I was enthralled to see her actually kind of play a bitch too which was nice to see way different um and also john lucasamo fucking killed it as a villain like he his whole little dialogue he has about why he hates christmas like that shit really really was hitting home for me and i i i loved it uh and honestly i just i love this fucking movie i had i have never laughed i don't think ever in a movie as much as i did uh, in a movie theater as much as I did when I'm watching Violent Night. I was cracking up through the whole fucking thing. Uh, David Harper's, like, drunken Santa Claus character just it touched my fucking heart. And uh, 
even had some heart heartfelt moments. It's Tons. it's by yeah. far my second my second favorite movie I've seen all year. And I fucking I I I couldn't be happier with this. This is a Christmas classic that I'm gonna probably revisit every year, uh, you know, forever. So uh, definitely gets my stamp of approval. I also like I'm such a big fan of Dead Snow, but I think I may actually think this is even like better uh, as a, and as a you know Tommy Tommy Workola fan. Uh, I'm just, I, I can't wait to see what he does next. I, I'm just so happy he made this fucking movie, dude. It's so cool. Like Santa Claus gorily fucking destroying bad guys on Christmas to save a family. Like there's nothing I could ask more, uh, with that plot. And it gave, it delivered on all aspects. It, it's, it's what, what Mel Gibson's fat man should have been. And actually what I expected going yeah. into that, but I'm glad we got this. Cause this delivered what I wanted from that movie and and i'll say i i can't say much better than it would have been because i'm sure mel gibson in the role would have did his own spin but i i don't think you're talking he, he was Harbor. restrained in that like i i that was the biggest problem uh, in fact, that, was, Wal- that was walton goggins was the best part of that movie he, he absolutely was yeah but you can yeah. say that almost any movie he's in um but yeah i gotta i gotta uh you know put put trudy over I mean, she kills it in this. I mean, that relationship between her and Santa, I mean, that's like the whole, yeah. you know, the feel good of the movie. And it like really carries the story because, I mean, you you give a shit about what's going on. Um, but I'm with Kruger. This is one of my favorite movies I've seen in the theater this year. I've seen it twice, both times. Theater laughed when they were sh- they were everyone was into it. So yeah. it, it's definitely an audience pleaser. It, it is one of those kind of like genre you know, it, it's not a horror film, but it's going to appeal to us because of the gore. It'll yeah. appeal to action fans. There's enough comedy for comedy fans. Like, for example, Ozzy loved it, which I was kind of like wondering how he was going to go on that. Um, but yeah, count me in. It will definitely, I, I don't know, have a spot yet, but it will definitely make my top 10, probably top five this year. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Uh, so I had a lot of fun with it as well. Definitely go in. Uh, expecting an action film a gory action film but it's not a horror movie the trailer um, pretty much paints it exactly the way it is yeah, yeah yeah a lot of people for some reason i know there's some coming back expecting that this was a some christmas slasher i don't know why but they did um so yeah i, I first off the uh <laughs> when we get into the home alone portion of it that's when it got really gory like that that uh girl fucked bjorn up pretty good with yeah. the uh the attic uh, nail action there uh yeah if you ever wanted to see home alone with some healthy dose of ultra violence uh there you go you have it uh beverly d'angelo so funny seeing her play this different kind of character in a christmas movie yeah. uh just just man i loved her i mean i know she's supposed to be the bitch here but uh yeah i still i just Ah, that was so cool. Perfect she, cat thing. I imagine she's just playing herself. So I'm just gonna go with that. <laughs> I don't I've never heard uh I mean I know Chevy was a dick, but I, I never heard that Beverly Well those two still get along, so there's gotta be a little bit <laughs> Okay. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, so I mean good oh it'll uh, definitely oh Ben Ben just dropped it. Uh the producer said they hope to start working on a violent night too in the next few weeks dude that's yeah. the that's the one thing i said like after i came out of the theater i was like i need like six of these like <laughs> it, it, we could fucking do this every christmas i'd be well, thrilled 
you know the coolest thing about Violent Night? It beat a fucking Disney movie. How embarrassing is the how embarrassed is the mouse right now? Again, second week though. Yeah, but irregardless, that's pretty fucking awesome that an R-rated Christmas movie for adults. Yeah, skull fucked Disney. <laughs> that is so hit, hit, cool. hit the mouse right in the balls with a sledgehammer. <laughs> yes, yes. What, what was its name? Uh, Skull Crusher. I was gonna say Stormbreaker, but that's oh, another Disney. Property. I thought you were asking the mo- uh, Strange. No, he just said it. No, no, no it's not he's Strange talk- World. Talk- he's talking about uh, Santa's hammer. Oh, 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 yeah, Skull yeah, yeah. Crusher. Crusher. I, 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 I forgot what the what the uh, Norwegian uh, word was though. Oh yeah, Pit. You still at our chat? Yeah, Pit. Pit. <laughs> if you could tell me what the uh, Skull Crusher's name was and. Uh, it's native language i'd appreciate it um uh but yeah no i mean this one just from beginning to end and i think it's so cool it is it's still wholesome like it still manages mm -hmm. to be a proper christmas movie that i mean am i saying maybe take your meek non i think you could loving wife or girlfriend i don't know but it's still there's enough there where i think it works and the wife also was bugging me during this. I'm like, what did I just see her in not long ago? And she was uh, the star of Cop Shop, one of my favorite non-horror. Oh yeah, Cop- oh she was the the yeah. the, the, co- the other cop. Yeah, that yeah. Movie. I mean, basically the star. It's kind of an ensemble movie, yeah, but, but... Um, yeah, no, she she was great. Uh, I think the uh, the uh, social media influencer kid was a proper douchebag. I would have liked to see him get hurt a little bit more, maybe. <laughs> but I, I enjoyed that. This this movie's just fun. It, it's it's a good time. David Harbor is fantastic. He's so underrated. He's been underrated for years. Even you know he, he people he first kind of came on their radar with Stranger Things, but that guy's been around a long time. And uh, this was a great role for him. I'm glad it. It's a success after what he went through on on Hellboy and that movie, unfortunately, tanking. Um, Still like that movie, though. Yeah, it's got its moments. Um, Not so much for a graphic novel fan, but, yeah, I know what it could have been, unfortunately. You can't, can't, like, compare it, though, to, like, you know, even Guillermo's movies. Like, he had such a beautiful vision for that. Um, (laughs) Oh, yeah. But it is different. Yeah, no, for sure. It's not. But... Yeah, I, I it, it's it's just a really good time, and some of the more creative bloodshed I've seen in a while. I mean, skin yeah. comes dude, off, and dude, the fucking uh, the chimney kill, like one of my favorite kills I've seen all year. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it delivers for the splatter fan for sure. As Pugs would say, I shouldn't be like knocking one film down to bring another one up, so I'm going to word this very very kindly. I feel like this is the experience everyone else has while watching Krampus. Like it delivers for them. And and this like totally does for me. Whereas Krampus I watch and I'm like, eh, it's all right. But have, have you uh have you done the rewatch and you didn't change it didn't change? Yeah, I watched the director's cut or whatever on the 4K. I'm gonna give it another one this year. Maybe I'll enhance my viewing experience and see how that affects it. Yeah, get some eggnog in you. Yeah. I I mean trigger treat's such a high bar and I don't know. It, I honestly, it makes me just want to watch Santa Slay. <laughs> I don't know about that, but I, I mean, I like that movie. But... I know you do. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, man, fucking go see this in the theater. Go see it with your family. Like it, it's just such a goddamn good time, and it puts you in that holiday spirit. And for somebody who, honestly, I kind of hate fucking Christmas, but damn, I, I can't say that I didn't fucking love this movie. And this is definitely the highlight of uh, the Christmas season for me. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll probably see it a uh, a couple more times while everyone's watching Am- Avatar. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I, I want to go see it again, but I want to see it with like a group of people. Like, if I could get like a couple of buddies to go. Yeah. Uh, but me and my mom did yeah. see it. And she she was she fucking loved it. It it's a really good just party movie. Yeah, take a big group and yeah, there's not a lot else out right now, so. You know, other than what Avatar Two is coming, I think next week. Uh, this Thursday. Thursday. This Thursday. Yeah. Oh, this Thursday already. Okay, fuck then. Yeah, there's like nothing else. I don't. No, no, sorry, this. next Thursday. T- tomorrow's Thursday. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, I'm not gonna sit through three hours of that. So. Uh, yeah. And nine minutes. <laughs> and nine minutes. Yes. You know there uh, might be that post friggin'. Yeah. You know. Unless my niece wants to go, my oldest niece, but I, I don't know. She hasn't even said anything. So I, I'm looking forward to seeing it in in 3D because it's supposed to be visually beautiful, mm-hmm. and and he always uses the 3D properly. So I mean, for the 3D fan in me, that is always something you know I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I, I just that that runtime, man. Like to sit in a the like especially when the theater doesn't have like really comfortable seats or anything. Uh, it's kind it's kind of hard. You don't to- have the recliners there. Uh, some of them do, some of them don't. It just depends on what the fuck the like the theater is. I know. I like. I saw it was in Dolby Cinema after I'd already got my IMAX 3D ones, mm-hmm. and it's like the 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 Dolby seats are so much better. But then I got to wait like three extra days to see it because they're all fucking full yeah, of shit. <laughs> so yeah. I have the perfect seat in IMAX, and I'm telling myself, yeah, maybe I'll see it again in Dolby. That shit's got to blow me away at three hours and nine minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I I do regret not seeing Batman, though. So, I mean, maybe maybe, maybe we'll see it. Uh, Cliff, by the way, that was fucking hilarious. I know. <laughs> I can was... pull it up, but it's fucking hilarious. I mean, um, um, yeah, also next week is uh, they're re-releasing Rogue, Rogue One in theaters in 3D. and I'm I still have never it. seen it. That's my favorite of the Disney properties. Yeah, but my my friend uh, Lewis, who's a big Star Wars guy, he always tells me that like Rogue One will be like probably your favorite Star Wars movie if you actually sit down and watch it. I can't even argue that. Even right. Dan knows that's the good one. Yeah, the only good one. <laughs> See, um, so uh, let's go ahead and rate. Oh yeah, night though, I should do that. Uh, I'm a four and a half. I thought it was fantastic. It'll definitely be one that'll be in a rotation for me. I'm just going to guess me and Kruger are going to be. Yeah, five fucking stars. <laughs> five out there of five for yeah. me, man. Sweet, sweet. Check it out. It's your, your basically your only other option. I don't even think there's a lot of indie stuff going up against that. There's a few things out. Um, like, uh, yeah. I can't remember the one with, uh, speaking of Star Wars, uh, the one, oh, I can't remember his name. He's also in Breaking. Um, uh, Finn from Star Wars. I can't think of his actual name. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Uh, John Boyega. Yes. Yeah, yeah with him. There's a like a. I want to say it's like a World War II movie. I don't oh, know. I de- just, Devotion. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's not John Boyega. Who is it? You racist bastard. I don't. Think <laughs> Dan yeah. can finally fucking call somebody racist. Awesome. Let's see. Todd. What's it called? Well, let's see if Todd 
is because let's see. One of us is about to be. If you're thinking be... about the fighter pilot movie, maybe there's something so. else with John Boyega, but uh, he's in a bunch of stuff. Ben Grimm he... says Rogue One is in my top three. Yeah, I got to get on that, man. Todd, you are a racist. It is Jonathan. Oh, Mayer. okay, yeah, he's good. I too. mean, I, they they had the same first name. Come on. Well, yeah. So, I'm still yeah. No, that's fine. I mean, I mean, that's I'll actually. Go. Oh, yes, from Lovecraft Country. Okay, got it. Cancel Todd. All right. So <laughs> let's go back up, into the archive. <laughs> next up, we have a a Chinese monster movie which there have been a lot of these popping up at uh in in walmart recently on dvd and this one uh also just to um uh make it clear the the title released overseas was just snow monster but on dvd here in the u.s you can find it as snow monster versus ice shark what's the runtime then (laughs) time is 82 minutes to so in this one from director uh, He Huang, uh, this follows a gene research company sends a team of scientists into a mysterious snowy area on the edge of the Arctic. <coughs> Excuse me. After losing communication with their team, the company hires an expert tracker to lead a mi- to lead a rescue mission to find the missing scientists. As Ren and his team get closer to finding them, they discover an array of deadly creatures, each scarier than the next, putting themselves deeper and deeper in jeopardy. That is, until they are rescued by an unexpected ally. So, um, Todd Kruger, I know Kruger, you had some issues. Yeah, I, yeah, I but... didn't, I didn't get through the whole movie. Uh, I got through like the first forty-five minutes, but I do have a couple of things to say. One, yeah, this is this is one of the worst fucking dubbings I have heard in a hot minute. <laughs> Did you hear like, the goofy voice? Like, for yeah, a second, it's like. It's fucking goofy. It is just Goofy's voice on the intercom. Was I like, was like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, the shit was hilarious. Um, th- th- that's just the kind of the one thing I just wanted to say, point out is how bad this dub is. Like, it is laughably terrible. And, it, you know, to be honest with you, the acting seemed like it was halfway decent. It was just what this dub, like, it's too bad that they didn't, uh, d- didn't release it with, like, the original uh, Chinese audio. Yeah. ITN never does. They do a lot of yeah. like uh, Russian and Ukrainian and ironically uh, like Romanian stuff. It's always like a shitty, uh, really shitty dubbing and they never give you the original. Because I, I don't think they're trying to please anyone here. They're trying to get people at Walmart to impulse buy this shit. Yeah, I, yeah, I get it. It's yeah. Uh, we 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 give no fucks, uh, but <laughs> but Kruger, I know you, you're not doing a formal rating, so you didn't you yeah. had yeah. But what did you think? You the effects, the look, the effects were uh, I, I don't know. Like they, they like I've seen worse, obviously from like Asylum and stuff like that, but they weren't necessarily great. And I don't know what it was about the snow monster, but I just I, I liked a, him. I didn't like I didn't like the design really. Uh, oh, there okay. was just something about the face that really bothered me. Um, huh. The shark, man, eh, it looked pretty shitty to be honest with you. Uh, yeah. So out of the two monsters, the uh, the snow monster definitely looked better. But uh, yeah, I I I, w- I may go back and watch like the last forty minutes of it. Uh, but I don't know. There wasn't anything there that really 
like made me eager to do that either. It's more ambitious than your typical like sci-fi channel uh movie. I thought the snow monster looked good. The the shark looks like pretty much any CG shark. This is definitely it definitely has that feeling of the of a green screen movie uh for sure. Like, you know, but we get a lot of different creatures. Um and I like the look of of snow monsters. Kind of like a giant cat meets ram uh kind of hybrid. Uh, I, I had no issues with that. I, I thought actually that worked quite well. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I, there's a lot of these. I, I've i only watched a couple. I, I've got a stack of them I'm going to have to get to. I know Land Shark was one. Yeah, Land Shark was a newer one. There's also, yeah. uh, fuck, what the hell is it called? Snake, I think, or some shit like that. There's uh, multiple snake ones that I have. Yeah. yeah, but there's like one that has like three movies. And the last movie, it's like the snake versus the di- like dinosaurs. It's kind of weird. Uh, but look, yeah. look, look, you know, like something I, I would actually just, ch- you know, check out if I was bored one day. But yeah. I didn't hate this. I mean, we get like the zombie crow things and um, it, it kind of gave me, you know, it's not that good, but it kind of gave me a sort of, mis- you know, mysterious island, although we're in the Arctic or kind of journey yeah. to the center of the earth kind of feel to it. That uh, it, it definitely okay. it definitely felt like uh, it was inspired by those old 60s and uh, 50s monster movies for sure. Yeah. And I'm an easy mark for that. Um, I mean, again, tons of CG. It's kind of a, it's kind of misleading calling this snow monster versus ice shark. The the snow monster fights the ice shark for about a minute. It's not, you know, <laughs> like ape versus like, monster. <laughs> pretty well. I think you got a little more ape monster. They're building up to it though. This is just like. They yeah. added the verse because they wanted a versus movie. Yeah, he yeah. fights that shark for a minute. Let's, you know. To, to be honest with you, though, like that—that's that, that, smart because, like, I tend to want to watch those versus movies. Evil Bong versus Ginger Dead Man is is not out of the question for you. So that's no, us, it's so. not. We don't get a lot of, you know, collar elbow tie ups with the the Bong and the Cookie though, unfortunately. <laughs> so. Uh, I mean, I mean, nothing's gonna beat Freddy versus Jason. That's uh, the ultimate. But um, I love all that shit, even the yeah. AVP movies. Yeah, I, I had fun with this. I mean, it's kind of like a, you know what you're getting kind of deal. If you're the the snow monster, they'll look great. So that's the the main event. So um, yeah, look, it's a CG film. It it's short. It goes by pretty quickly. And grading it on that scale. Better than most recent sci-fi channel creature features I've seen, but by a little bit. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you. I actually did have fun with it. The 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 bad dubbing. Oh yeah, the, dubbing was, sucks ass. It's bad. It, it <laughs> wasn't one of those where I could say it was good, but I did have a good time with it. It was just mm-hmm. bad, and it was dumb, and I loved it. To be to be honest with you, <laughs> Chinese monster movies and just Chinese movies in general, like they're pretty shitty like uh, like quality wise like they're real like i don't think i have seen one that hasn't like i don't count category you know three films uh, but like i'm talking like you know mainland china like th- those movies are really really trash uh so 
maybe I will go and uh, check this one out. I have seen Sadako versus uh, Kayaku. That shit was actually pretty entertaining. I agree. And then Ring versus Grudge. Was, which? No, wait, that's the same one. That's the same thing. Well, no, because there's also there's uh, Sadako versus... Fuck. I think it's the Juon it, one. Are, are you a uh, North Korean ka- kaiju fan, Kruger? <laughs> um... Are you like what are you uh, referring to, Polgasari? Well, yeah, the the only one that I'm aware of. <laughs> um, Polgasari's all right. I like, uh, but I I I do like really like. Uh, fuck, I can't think of it off the top of my head. I'm hungover as fuck. My my kaiju knowledge is fucking. It's all right. Foggy. What's it? What's the what's the Godzilla ripoff uh, from? I think it was South Korea. Oh, okay. Um, uh, okay. Fuck. Kino put it out. Yeah, uh, Gorgo? I'm, no, was it Gorgo? No, no, no. no. Gorgo's the no, no, Gorgo's, not... uh, Gorgo's British. Yeah, no, um, there's Young there's Gary. Gary. Young Gary. Yeah, okay, Young Gary. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Young Gary. And actually, that shitty uh reptilian movie, that's a Young Gary remake. And I kind of like that one, even though it's horrible with the CGI. Like part of the model isn't even like <laughs> isn't even like animated, right? But that one's actually kind of fun. But, uh, there was a, a lot of buzz behind Reptilian, I remember. Like, well, my video was, store was promoting it hard. Well, because it, well, it was South Korea's, like, first big budget, like, like I think it had, like, a $14 million budget or something like that. And they yeah. were and they were trying to put it over, but, it just, like, the production was a mess, and they ended up, uh, like, not being able to finish the CGI models. But then eventually they re-released it as Young Gary, like 2001 or some shit like that, where they went back in and kind of fixed some of the stuff. Oh, I'll have to revisit that in the the fixed version, actually. I'd be curious. Um, But so, yeah, um, fun movie, shitty dubbing and all. You know, I had a good time with it. It, It's, yeah, if you like this sort of thing, you'll be entertained. Yeah, I'll probably um, th- I'll probably throw it throw on the rest of it after this podcast, and yeah. uh, maybe I'll leave a comment on uh, what I think. Yeah, yeah, give us your number. Um, speaking of numbers, Dan, what are you giving it? I give this one a three. It's definitely above average, and I was entertained by it. Damn it, I'm agreeing with Dan too much today. Um, I'm also a three, and I like the snow monster. I thought the snow monster actually looked really really good. Yeah, one of these days I'm gonna have to just binge watch all these fucking because I feel like we've gotten like probably 15 of them in the last like two years. Uh, so one day I'm gonna have to uh brush up my knowledge on Chinese kaiju cinema. And we should mention that this one is on Tubi, yeah, yes, yes. Um, so uh, yeah, so moving on to our next film, brand new Christmas horror and antholo- found footage horror anthology or part partially found footage horror anthology and for this is from directors robert livings and randy nunlal jr and it is the christmas tapes in this christmas horror anthology a family's movie night on christmas eve is interrupted by a stranger insistent on making the next christmas classic film himself uh so yeah he um this is fresh off the presses and well basically it's i was just going to throw out the release date is this monday december 12th there you go so you'll be able to check it out soon so so yeah uh kind of well they invite him in to use the phone he ends up being 
sinister and holding the family hostage and making them watch these videotapes of uh, of these different Christmas horror-themed stories. And Todd, I'm going to pass it to you real quick. I've got a minor situation that's going to take me one uh, minute. My cat, I think, got his tail. Go handle your shit. So, oh, I'll be we'll, right back. One we'll, minute. We'll, we'll stop. Um, so, what about your thoughts, Todd? Um, shit. Yeah. Well, let me just throw out some of the other stuff from the... Um, yeah, I was trying to see Dan wants me to cover, and I was like pulling up all the stuff from the studio. <laughs> no worries. Um, um, oh, shit. Uh, December sixteen on Digital Worldwide. Uh, God damn it! No worries. Um, trying to Punisher Batman fan just said Gamera. Uh, I don't know. That was probably referring to our uh, kaiju talk earlier. Um. But we will have more kaiju talk because uh, another one of our movies uh, from Norway tonight. Two Norwegian movies tonight. Yeah. Go figure. Um, but yeah, this one's coming from Terror Films. Comes out the the twelfth, and then I, I digital on the twelfth. I want to say the sixteenth. It's on YouTube. I, it's on another streaming thing on the sixteenth. Sorry about that. No, that's fine. I she I, lost I wasn't... a little bit of hair, but she smells like pine now, so that's good. There's wax burners. Have you ever had a cat? Like, she's done it to me twice. Like, right there, I saw it coming. She just got a little on her tail, and I was like, fuck, please. It's scraping <laughs> it is a nightmare. Yeah. Sorry, no, live radio people. No, no, yeah, no, I wasn't ready. I was pulling up the, the specs, and then... <sighs> Shout right. out to You Need a Candle, Christian Hannah Hart. Get your wax melts on Etsy now. Um, yeah, so Terror Films, and it comes out worldwide December 12th. Sweet, sweet. Um, all right, so back to the review. Uh, so I like this one. I thought it was uh, actually a lot of fun. Uh, there really wasn't a particularly um, weak segment, which is is rare. Uh, there there is kind of a short, like short one for some reason that they kind of threw in there involving a, a bomb and. I think it was almost meant to be like, ah, that was lame kind of deal. Uh, I don't think they really needed it there. But the, the idea of it was kind of cool. Um, in the uh, the first story, we get, it's called Travel Buggies. And it's this couple that's uh, filming everything, just documenting their road trip. And they make the mistake of uh, su- doing a summoning ritual as a gag, which... Uh, that uh, uh, has really bad consequences, and this kind of involves a a scarecrow. And uh, i I had a good time. I had a good time with this one. I thought it was a, a good opening segment. Did you like the first one, Todd? Um, I did. Um, I think like I I was telling Kruger, I think off air, the best way to describe this is like a Christmas VHS almost. Yeah, um, yeah, basically. Yeah. Doesn't quite get that wild. No, yeah, but, not that level either. Yeah. Um, so it's not like a direct comparison. But yeah, um, I did. I, I, I did. which was which was the first story again? Uh that was travel buggies with the scarecrow. Okay. Yes, yes, I did. Yeah, and there's not too many uh Christmas horror anthologies out there. 
Um, I mean, this is not the first one by any means, but it's always nice when we get that. I think and, we have like three this year. This is like a, a bigger year. So yeah, I know there's that one. Year. Troma has one out. Although we we did we are covering another one in our tournament, but that one's been out a year, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's been out a year or two. But um, overall, yeah, there's not a lot at all. Yeah, I I'd say solid first story. The second one is called Christmas Gift, and this follows a Santa who uh, who shows up. And this man thinks he's uh, like a delivery man and uh, is going to be delivered in this surprise package to his his family. Uh, and uh, needless to say, this is not this is this ain't the, the real Santa Claus. This is not David Harbour. And <laughs> things go horribly wrong. Vernon Wells plays Santa in this. And I love vernon wells i ever since commando i mean like i've always say the ultimate one-liner 80s action movie uh commando is just so much fun that's my favorite and, action movie movie period oh okay I did, I did not remember that yeah commando is just perfect perfect as a, as a guy who doesn't care for action movies usually i even like commando and you yeah. know who you know who's the female you know who's the daughter in that Alyssa Milano. Yes, <laughs> there you go. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, Commando. The Discord's gonna get that right. The Discord. Yeah. Commando, <laughs> and then you feel weird watching Embrace uh, of a Vampire, but uh, uh, <laughs> but or I could also go Body Count though too. Body Count. I like Body Count with the uh, Ice Tea and Alyssa Milano. Um, so yeah, I I really wait, wait. Uh, hood approved. What? Hood approved, Todd. Okay. Ice tea, it's always hood approved. Uh, so this one kind of morphs into sort of a saw sort of thing where he has to pick a box on an advent calendar, all which lead to horrible, horrible consequences. There's kind of a random what the fuck kind of Jason goes to hell shaving scene moment, which I thought I was like... What what the hell? That I mean, what, it works. It's was it awkward. as homoerotic? No, it involved a woman and a man. Uh, Miss Claus and the the well, poor unfortunate victim. But it, yeah, it's just it involved feet. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Jigsaw's got a a foot fetish, I guess, in this. But uh, I like this segment a lot. This one I thought was a lot of fun. Well, I think uh, real quick, Ben just uh, nope. chose our uh, Thanksgiving watch along next year. Body Count is a Thanksgiving movie. Oh, well, that I, I you'll get no argument. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I've Maybe. never seen it, so I'm in. All right. Could use a new. Uh, could use a Blu-ray release. Like Absolutely. To, maybe we'll, maybe we'll get lucky. Um, that one was Come on. really popular on cable. All all that era. Come on, I want a VSA line. I'm tired of Billy Blanks. Give me some iced tea. Give me some Urban Menace. Give me any of those shitty 90s <laughs> rap movies, and I'll be a happy man. I, I could see Urban Menace coming out on, like, uh, one of the the sub-labels. No, no, no. I want that one on VSA. I want it in the big box that has, like, three slip covers. You got to get it out. <laughs> you get I Ice-T slip, Snoop Dogg <laughs> slip. Um, yeah, R.I.P. Albert Pune. I don't know. I don't know who they can get for the extras on that, though. That's the only problem. But uh, ice motherfucking tea. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, 
All right. So, yeah, I thought that segment was awesome. That one alone kind of made it. Um, after that, we get that really short. And in between this, we see kind of the the uh, the captor fucking with the family. Uh, and, you know, that, that the, the wraparound's kind of just meh. But uh, the, the guy I thought had a lot of charisma and it, it worked. It, it's mostly just trying to get through these these segments the wraparound you know is just fine it's very basic it goes exactly where you would expect it to go uh the fourth segment christmas spirit uh follows uh this couple moving into a new home and uh suspecting that it is haunted and they to help fix their situation they contact paranormal perry played by dave sheridan aka officer doofy in scary oh movie that's awesome and on devil's rejects and a lot of other things but he, he will always be officer doofy yeah um and he, it, just he's a, um, oh no i was just gonna say he did officer doofy skits during the lockdown at like different conventions, asking people on... to smell his finger. No, 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 no. He he was like going around at, at like a convention, and he's like six feet, six feet, and he had like a ruler he'd hold in front of people. That's hilarious, hilarious. Oh, Just look it up, God. look it up on YouTube. He is fucking hilarious, and he's really funny here as well as as Paranormal Perry. He's this sort of really goofy dude who may or may not have sadistic intentions towards this couple um it, it i won't reveal that but uh i really enjoyed this as well dave sheridan's a really talented guy i don't think he's had the career he probably should have i don't know why he didn't like headline some comedies after scary movie it, it, it's he deserved to. I know he uh, he did a parody movie that I haven't actually seen, although I own it. Uh, the Walking Deceased, based on Walking Dead. Yeah, I haven't I have watched no, it, but I know the one. Yeah, I need to sit down and actually watch that at some point because it's been sitting on my my uh, shelves. Ben was, says he did a live showing of Victor Crowley dressed as Officer Doofy. Nice. That's hilarious. <laughs> that is. <laughs> now, if you want to laugh, guys, it's awesome. I, I'm a little surprised that he's able to still do that character. Um, but it, it's really cool that he does. He he all he I missed out on a photo op that I when should was... have gotten. Yeah, in full officer doofy year. I saw some of the photo ops people got, and I was like, shit, I should have just sprung for it. Did he but have the vacuum for the photo op? That's all I need to know. I think some people brought vacuums for right. their photo ops. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he let him, like, attach it to his dick, but, you know. Dad would have. Uh, He's oh, I I, Look. <laughs> I, that would have been a high, like, you know, you're going to have to pay a little bit more to, you know, put a vacuum on my dick, but I would do it. I'm very shameless. So don't act like you haven't. I know never, never had relations with the vacuum. That's, that's the higher patron tier, Kruger. Yeah. You start throwing around some bands. All right. What do we we'll have? Rock, what's, but, what was next, Dan? Uh, after, you got to write this. After that, we, we get kind of the basic wraparound. I like this. Uh, it it 
balances you know comedy fairly well there's a few moments where the budget shows maybe an effect here and there that wasn't perfect but this one's worth watching uh we've we've watched some not so great christmas horror movies recently and i'm happy to say this one is worth checking out don't think it's necessarily a classic that's going to end up in your regular rotation but like you said if you want like a lighter sort of vhs it blends well with with those maybe you haven't watched vhs 99 yet and you want to make it a double feature night uh with uh the christmas tapes uh which um todd when is it dropping again that people can watch it um it's funny because i have two dates listed in the pr okay. uh, monday the 12th or this or friday the 16th i actually right. think it's this it's the 16th um, it says worldwide for the twelfth. So next week, there you go. You get to see it. It's in, in time the PR. I'm trying. <laughs> get to see it in time for Christmas. That's all that matters. Yep. Uh, all right. So uh, I like this one a lot. Like I said, there really wasn't uh, any weak segment. I, I think that this is well above average. Not quite hitting classic level or anything, but. I really liked it. I give it a three and a half. Yeah, I'm a three. I I, I liked it enough, and I think it's it's cool. worth checking out. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, let's see what do we got next. We got we got Ooh. some more giant. We got Norwegian kaiju action up next, which I'm excited to talk about, and uh, that is Troll from director Roar Uthog trying to hopefully i got the name right i am a big fan of uh, well actually no there's a couple things i'm not a big fan of but uh i am a big fan of his film the wave which is a really good norwegian disaster movie i'll talk more about him in a minute but uh, he, did, uh, he did cold prey too didn't he he yeah he did which we did a cold prey show last year i believe franchise show yeah yeah a little those didn't quite they, they were underwhelming underwhelming the second the second one was my favorite because it's basically halloween too (laughs) yeah that would yeah i do yeah yeah and what's up anthony's horror and more in the chat welcome sir and uh all right so troll which is uh a netflix original you can watch this right now on netflix and in this one deep sorry Deep in the Dovre Mountain, something gigantic wakes up after a thousand years in captivity. The creature destroys everything in its path and quickly approaches Oslo. All right, so Troll, uh, Kruger, I know you were really excited for this one. Uh, so yeah. was I. And uh, what did you think? Did it live up to all your expectations? For the most part, I think it did. You could definitely tell that this... Uh, this movie's influenced by, you know, American giant monster stuff. Like there's a lot of Jurassic Park homages in here. There's Did a you lot notice Godzilla ninety eight. Like there were a few a Godzilla ninety eight yeah. moments. Yeah, with a uh, little yeah. bit little bit of Godzilla ninety eight, uh, a lot of Kong Skull Island. Uh, there's actually like three shots in the movie that were almost direct copies of it, but like one thing I gotta say, man, they fucking nail the tragic monster angle with this with this troll character, uh, and that's really like 
the type of kaiju movies I like when you can actually feel something for the monster and he's not just this mindless, you know, rampaging, you know, thing. Uh, even like with Godzilla and stuff, I mean, it's a tragic monster. It's just, you know, a mutated creature that's scared and trying to, you know, find its way through uh, Tokyo. So they, they did a really good job with, uh, with the characters. The effects, I thought, were fucking insanely good. Uh, honestly some shots in here even better than the monsterverse films uh i really hope we get more of these to be honest with you i'm a huge troll hunter fan and this feels like a nice companion piece to that movie as well uh you prefer one over the other i i would have to re-watch uh troll hunter <laughs> just right. not just, even close to the name of the director dan you want to take a shot at it kruger maybe you'll do better no we'll, i'm just let, well, let, let me see. Uh, War Utag, is that is that correct? War Utag, yeah, that's how I would have said it. Is the first name right? I mean, Roar. Yeah, uh, but, but, let me know, Pit, in the chat. But uh, yeah, I, I I had a really good time with this. I think it's definitely a new classic uh, that I'm going to be revisiting for years to come, and I hope we get sequels. Um, thoroughly impressed, and the characters too. Uh, the main character and her relationship with her father uh, and, you know, just the way that plays into the story. Uh, really, really good stuff and, you know, heartfelt too. moments in, in this movie too. So uh, I highly recommend if you are a big kaiju fan, this is must-see stuff and one of the best that, kaiju movies that we've gotten in recent years. Are you a disaster movie? I know Todd is. Are you a disaster movie fan? Because the Sometimes. wave... The Wave is really, really good. It's a great disaster movie. That, uh, And I think the sequel, The Quake, not the same director, though. But, uh, yeah, check out The Wave, guys, if you like disaster movies. Much better than even some recent uh, American big-budget disaster movies. Um, Todd, what did you think of Troll? Uh, yeah, I, I did. I, I was looking forward to this one, too. I, I tried not to <clears throat> overhype myself. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, I, I got those Kong Island vibes. Yeah. Um, I I like the universe. I want to see more. So I felt like this was a good, I don't want to say a good start because it's complete, but I mean, I want more. Well, they and they they leave you with a little bit uh, yeah. at the ending. So, and it seems like it's doing well. So the, uh, and knowing Netflix, I mean, uh, the likelihood of getting a sequel to this is maybe high. I, I What I really want though is like, the this the troll design reminded me a lot of one of the gargantuans and i i just i throughout the whole movie i was just like man i i could use another troll and just get a nice kaiju battle in here that would be awesome so maybe that's where they could go uh with the um with the second film but uh yeah just you could tell that this guy absolutely loves kaiju cinema uh and i mean it shows and i think he did a great job <laughs> i think some people are a little um like like i said there is a few shots in here uh yeah there he is uh he remind reminds me of the green gargantuan i i can't remember his uh name off the top of my head but uh yeah reminds me a lot of that and i would love to see him go like another one of these trolls go to battle with another one that'd be great um but yeah this uh i was i was impressed man like you know and as a kaiju you know connoisseur and i'm a stickler when it comes to some stuff i think this nailed all the right themes those movies should have so uh what about you dan uh so very um kind of uh 
you get the typical tropes for this kind of movie uh estranged dad daughter relationship the sort of uh the, the professor type that knows what's going on but nobody will listen to him the nerdy assistant military being you know dicks basically yeah. uh very kind of by the numbers in terms of all that but yeah this movie's a, a blast you kind of expect that in a uh, you know, giant monster movie like this. And I do prefer The Wave. I think The Wave is actually his director's best movie. But effects-wise, the troll looks amazing. Really cool-looking uh, monster here. And I I did laugh. I, I hope nobody is dissuaded by, by Godzilla 98, but which I do not like that movie at all. No, that movie's dog uh, shit. They kind of do some stuff from that the footprint sort of mm -hmm. thing and and everything um we also do get uh billy campbell the rocketeer american actor shows up briefly in this which i thought was was kind of cool and kind of random um i i also kind of unusual in this one because it, it is strictly like a norwegian uh set story this is not like the fate of the world hanging in the balance although potential sequels to this this is just like you know, Oslo's in trouble. And it, it's not like an international thing. It's like they're just dealing with it, uh, which I thought was cool and, like, different from what we usually get in these, you know, movies, Independence Day, et cetera, where the whole world kind of has to react to this this sort of stuff. And, um, yeah, I, I really, really had a good time with it. Um, if you're not a fan of these types of movies, I could see it just being, you know, another monster movie kind of deal uh, with better than normal effects. But I had a good time. The chase, uh, and I, I really enjoyed the the troll folklore, a lot of which that I haven't uh, uh, heard. So I thought that was cool. Uh, it's a it's a good time. You should absolutely check it out. It's a shame not getting to see it on the big screen though. Because it's really a movie that's yeah. made for yeah. the big screen, and uh, yeah, so so yeah, you want to go ahead and rate it? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm I'm a four out of five, and maybe some room to grow because I'm definitely going to be rewatching this for years to come. Dan, there you go. I am a four as well. I I really loved it, and don't sleep on the wave. I like the wave a lot. Um, I'm a three and a half. Right. There we go. There we go. So, All right. So one more left. One more to go. We're we're saving the the cannibal flick for the main event tonight, and that is Bones and All, which is from director Luca Guadagino. Uh, probably missed that, but maybe not missed that by as much as I mispronounced the. Yeah, it looks Norwegian sounds right name. to me close but he is the uh director of the suspiria remake uh he uh also did call me by your name which i know is up for a bunch of oscars also with timothy chalamet and he's also in addition to suspiria always seems to work with tilda swinton i was surprised she wasn't in here he did uh, a bigger splash and i am love with tilda swinton um so this is actually based on the uh and I'll get into the synopsis here in a second, but it's it's based on the Carmen DeAngelis book, and I'll get into that here. In is it a YA moment. novel? I'm assuming it, it is, and I'll well, it's a little different though. I'll, okay. I'll get into that. I haven't read the book, but I know about it. 
Uh, so, all right. So a story of first love between Marin, a young woman learning to survive on the margins of society, and Lee, an intense disenfranchised drifter, as they meet and join together for a thousand-mile odyssey, which takes them through the back roads, hidden passages, and trap doors of Ronald Reagan's America. But despite their best best efforts, all roads lead back to their terrifying pasts and to a final stand that will determine whether their love can survive their otherness. All right, so... Um, yeah, it is more of a YA novel than it is a sort of uh, teen movie, uh, in my opinion. I really thought this was going to be kind of, you know, I wasn't too sure is this going to lean more into sort of like an angsty YA Twilight sort of thing. I really don't think that it is. In fact, um, I mean, it is angsty to a degree. I was going to say, I agree right. to disagree on that statement. Uh, it's no Twilight. and I'm It's not, still an angsty teen movie like a motherfucker. It is an angsty movie. Um, but I don't think it's primarily about the love storyline. In fact, I mean, some people might argue that with me, but this is really more cannibalism as a... Uh, a metaphor for you know consumerism and um you know there i i don't want to reveal too much but it also other things um in the movie <clears throat> that uh you know it, it, it's not i don't know i don't want i feel like a lot of people are going to sleep on this one because they're just thinking like oh that looks twilight um i think it's I, I a lot better it, than that i yeah um, i don't think it looks twilight or it is um it, but I do argue that it's not some of the things you said. Yeah, uh, fair enough. But it's, I actually liked it a lot. Taylor Russell, who uh, was the girl in Escape Room and Escape Room 2, I thought she was really good. Uh, Timothy Chalamet, wasn't too sure. He was kind of like the new thing. I know he's playing Willy Wonka in the yeah. upcoming Willy Wonka movie. Um, wasn't too sold on him until I saw Dune. I love Dune. Uh, I thought they did an amazing job on that. Uh, I think he's really good here. Uh, there's a lot of, we get Jessica Harper who pops up. I won't say who she's playing because it's kind of a spoiler, but she pops up. Uh, we get a small role from Chloe Sevigny, uh, who's actually pretty chilling. She has no dialogue. I'll say that much, but uh, she's amazing. I've always been a big fan of hers. Um, also not, and I, I think this is obvious, it's not your typical cannibal film but this has some gore and some shocking violence like it it goes there more than you would expect and it's definitely an r-rated movie yeah. um and one that i i enjoyed quite a bit and again uh it's been the year of the cannibal movie we, you know it it's got one of the greatest directors in a small role in it so i'm sure that's why you loved it playing brad Okay, yeah, it, it's... Um, so since Dan's not going to tell you who I'm talking about, I'm talking about David Gordon Green. Oh, I didn't even notice. Fuck. Yeah, he, he plays right. Brad. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that was him, okay. Dan's like, well, now my rating just went down. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I've said it before, just stay away from horror. You can act in it. Just I can't wait for his Hellraiser. Right. I I can wait. I kind of hope that. Well, I bet you it's going to have the thing the other fucking one was missing. 
Uh, Two people can't that be can't be that stupid to leave out the sex from Hellraiser. I'm just gonna say, if he does too, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take it back. Go back and listen to our Hellraiser franchise show, though. I mean, it's never been, you know, it's there. I mean, it's not a lot of fucking in Hellraiser. (laughs) Thirteen ghosts. That works for me. But yeah, I I liked it. I hope people give this one a chance. Uh, I think. uh our our villain who's played by uh uh mark rylance i always love his work uh, he was in a movie called the outfit last year which i enjoyed quite a bit here he plays sully and i think he's a really creepy uh yeah well we can just we can call him the villain i see every uh, time i see him in a movie it pulls me out of it he's just like so out why? of place he, he does this character. He plays a memorable character. I don't yeah, but I, to me, it's not memorable for the right reasons. He's doing this weird. Well, he's like a hobo. Yeah, but he does that every fucking. He does that in every fucking movie he's in. Everyone. He's, you're, he doesn't play the same character in every. But movie he does that had. same the way he. Everything he does is always the same. It's just that. I don't know. I don't, I don't like it. I, well, I'm telling you, he does the same shit every time. He does can, not. I would you totally can look at disagree. from Ready Player One to this. Throw fucking whatever in between. All right, you you show me where it's the same thing. I think he's a brilliant he, actor, Todd. So fuck you, Todd. Uh, but anyways, fuck you and your opinion, Todd. Because okay, well that that sounds right. <laughs> Sorry. I, I kind of figured this one probably wasn't going to be as much for you, but I, I no, I, I like I, the movie. I just don't agree with that, and I, he pulls me out of it when I see him. Everything he's in, it's like ever since I, I, I can't remember the first thing I saw him in. You didn't think this uh, the scene where he uh, meets Taylor Russell's character again when he pulls up? It that is was tense. I thought it, he was great. I do, and see the thing is, it's just it pulls me out of it because he's such. A, a different kind of character in everything he's in. Like he feels out of place in every movie he's in, the way he acts and everything. But okay. That's right, just me right. not liking his his acting style or we're busy fighting a, a ghost also a fan of the wave. So um yeah, uh Ben talking a little bit about uh bones and all. Um yeah, I really enjoyed it more than I thought. And it is weird. We're getting a lot of cannibal stuff this year. Yeah, there's like six movies so far. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not even counting like any like low-budget, smaller stuff. Like We're getting a lot of cannibal stuff. Yeah, Fresh, and Feed Me, uh, this. I, that I French think, film we did whose name's escaping me I, at the moment. I think that we're in that... Depending on our climate of our country kind of directs where our stuff goes and i think we're just in that era of of that's something right now the I don't eating want to people it. yeah <laughs> we'll just go with that the short way when, when the chips are down but uh Aurora yeah. always has a huge cycle when the yeah. country's in the shitter oh absolutely a, a lot of people i've already talked to about this movie it's like oh it's a drama it's not even a horror movie and i'm like God damn, guys! Horror doesn't just have to be fucking ghosts jumping out at you. The I thought the scene with Chloe Sevigny again. I don't. I'm dancing around spoilers, but yeah, that was, was good. tense as fuck, and she didn't even have a line of dialogue. That's my favorite part of the movie. That that's yeah. See, that's the thing. It's like I like it. It's just the 
I get over it, but he always distracts me. Um, but yeah, I, I do. I get it's, it's, it's drama heavy and in all honesty, without the gore, I can totally see, even with the gore, it is drama. It's mm-hmm. not, I don't think there's, it, there's nothing treated horrific. There's some tense stuff. Um, but I get why people would say it's, it's not horror. It's in the world because automatically cannibals get put in that world. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I love road movies too. So I, I thought, you know, just this, I, I don't know if they really name states here, but kind of Midwest. Um, actually, yeah, I think they oh, say it like Ohio. literally every place they go. Ohio. The All right. I don't remember. I saw it a couple weeks ago. But I saw it yeah. like three weeks ago, the day it came out, Dan. It's <laughs> like giant on the screen every time. They do. And I couldn't remember exactly where. But it beautiful scenery, um, even when it's sinister at the same time. <laughs> ben Grimm. Oh, we yeah, need to talk three about years early. <laughs> we need so this is what's really ironic. Uh our, do, we want, do we want to do we want to finish this before rate it real quick before we go in this or just go? Oh, yeah, we can rate it first. Um, well, yours is going to be lower, I assume, Todd. What's yours? I'm a three. Oh, I'm a four and a half. I love okay. this movie. I really loved it. it it's not going to be for everybody. I'm sure there will be plenty that dislike it, but I, I really, really enjoyed it a lot. All right. Army uh, Hammer. Army Hammer. Uh, so Army Hammer was the love interest uh, for Timothy Chalamet and Call Me By Your Name. <clears throat> Ironic, because uh, I guess we Army Hammer's yeah, canceled because uh, he since I don't think he's worked on anything else. So for now, he's canceled um, for sending texts about sexual fantasies involving cannibalism. Uh, so ironically enough, this director went on a few short years later to do a cannibal movie with Timothy Chalamet, which I just think is really, really funny. He's still been working. What? Because that's sure been a few years. Shit that he, well, two years. That's only been a it, couple years. It's really. It hasn't been longer than that. I feel like no. it's been closer to four years. I mean, I think he had some shit that he had shot, but no, no, it's not been four years at all. It was during uh, COVID. Block. See, I thought it was yeah. like no, no. Okay, I thought it was before. I mean, the text might be older, but yeah, I mean, there was some. Yeah, yeah, like because I, I. Re- I don't know. I'm looking it up when it came out. Yeah, a cameo. I would have given it the five if they had the balls to put him in there as a cameo. <laughs> Maybe he could have replaced Mark Rylance for you, and you would have liked it more. Never eat an eater. <laughs> I might have. <laughs> Imagine him flipping out on on her uh, at the in the van scene. Gold, gold. Uh, okay, yeah, you're yeah January to the. 2021. I'm How telling did, you, it's recent. Todd. I yeah. see. I could have sworn we'd known that before. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, white know. trash Jedi just got back from Violent Night. Jesus Christ, Dan! Now I got to write the time down. Write what time? You down? can't say that now. Oh, really? Yep. Just like I can't say the other one. Oh, okay. I did not realize that was. That's well, that's yeah, all right. Well, Jedi just got back from Violent Night. I, I can't keep up with this stuff. I didn't think that well. Was. It, if, if it's race related, Dan, if I can't lunch, let Munch say that word or I can't say the one I want to, then it's all oh, off the thing. Or you, 
That's cool. I'm sorry you had to make an edit. I didn't. Okay. Jedi. We'll just call you Jedi. Um, I didn't know that was a band. I can't keep up. Uh, but yeah, no, I. Army Hammer's a talented guy, too. Like, it's kind of a shame. I mean, yeah, don't. I guess that's kind of a, a no no. Like, you know, don't eat people. I guess. I don't know. Don't eat people. No, Todd. No. Kruger, you ever had an inkling to eat somebody? I he's never selling hell's he's selling vaca- vacation homes in the Bahamas now. No, but it's funny because I think I'm gonna watch Now Eat tonight, the movie. Totally random Brother Lynch Hung's movie. Not very good, but if you're a fan, it's entertaining enough. But side story, he he rapped with Big Lurch, who also did singing stuff. But he was he went to prison for cannibalism. Fuck. So. Well, there's there's a since we're on the cannibal tip, I'll tell the story real quick. Yeah, and he, and and his lyrics were used to convict him. Thank God. Say what you want about Gavin Newsom, he made that so that can't happen anymore. You can't use lyrics against a rapper in the court of law because they got X-rated like that. It's a whole thing. But uh-huh. anyway, so because yeah, this one he did. So this isn't just the music. He yeah, like yeah. was high on PCP and decided to eat. His girlfriend in their apartment just started taking oh, bites. I, rem- I remember uh, this. I saw the, a news article. Oh, yeah. It was a big deal. I, I still love shit. some big large stuff. And then he was walking down the street naked, covered in blood. <laughs> I mean, I feel bad for the lady who got eaten. Yeah. Well, like, you're a big like, fan of like the how, music. How, 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 <laughs> much, how much of her did he eat? Oh, shit. I have to look that up. It wasn't like, did she die? Well, yeah. I'm going to say dead. I mean, I, not necessarily. You could like just take a chunk out of this. Well, he was eating her, or he ate her. Eight kind of implies that she's oh, gone. He's he's my uh, he's my age. Yeah, it was murder. Oh, okay. oh, it was his roommate at April tenth, two thousand two. Twenty four year old singleton murdered his twenty one year old roommate in the apartment he shared with her boyfriend. Vic, should I just read this or? <laughs> There's Go more. For it. Enlighten the vi- everybody. Okay. The victim was found in her apartment at night by a friend. Her chest had been torn open by a three-inch blade and was found broken in her scalpula. Teeth marks were found on her face, on her lungs, which had been torn from her chest. Jesus Christ. Wow. The friend testified that Singleton was naked, covered in blood, standing on the street, staring at the sky. A medical examination performed shortly after his capture found human flesh in his stomach that was not his own. The victim's boyfriend said that he, an aspiring rapper, used PCP. Wait, the victim's boyfriend said he and the aspiring rappers used PCP the day before the murder took place. I'm going to pause it right there. Motherfucker was a rapper. He was on songs with Too Short. So I have a problem with aspiring, but I shouldn't be defending him right now, should I? <laughs> yeah, probably no, not. Probably. <laughs> I'm, 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 def- I'm using I'm a bad, using- bad man. I'm just saying the word aspiring bothered me. On November <laughs> sentence, on November seventh, twenty twenty-three or two thousand three, Singleton was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. He's convicted of murder and aggressive mayhem. Yeah, I would say after <laughs> after pleading not guilty by the reason of insanity at the murder. Because so, of PCP. You know what didn't happen one time during that uh, that story, Todd? What? I didn't get a boner. Not once. Not even a half. 
that not not exactly hot stuff they're eating people so. <laughs> oh, wait, hold on ben brought, i remember this episode ben says my favorite it's always sunny is where frank convinces d and charlie that they ate human meat and it was so good they're obsessed <laughs> with finding someone to eat That's a good episode. <laughs> i know it's almost time we need some new ones no we need to get Army Hammer on the show now. I think we could probably get him. <laughs> well, uh, Ben said he was like selling something in the Bahamas, selling like vacation homes in the Bahamas. I don't know if he's joking or he literally is. Huh? <laughs> <coughs> just, <laughs> there's no laws against cannibalism. From Big Crack Rock, whatever happened to people just thinking they're God and jumping off a bridge on PCP? <laughs> yeah, right? Well, you mix... <laughs> Welcome, Crack Rock. You mix it with some Sainides and some weed, and this is what happens. <laughs> yeah. Cut someone's <laughs> chest open beneath their lungs. <laughs> right. That's that's why I only fuck with the malt liquor in the weed. No PCP for me. Yeah, no shit. Damn. <laughs> so has there been like a prison interview with him? I think I'm going to have to try to get one. <laughs> well, oh my god uh, yeah i don't know oh oh dan you we can't have this guest on people well, will be it's too much let's have a fucking cannibal on that ate his fucking roommate but that would be on a new channel wouldn't be on this one. Oh yeah <laughs> well still yeah it's like oh no, no that would no, be we're not that, gonna... that would be the the hood approved channel <laughs> we're not gonna have a the a difference dan or... is one of them can get me fucking heat okay <laughs> <laughs> there's that right. well you could okay well <laughs> you get there's no argument there's, I, yeah, there's, I think wouldn't we all get cannibal heat though does anybody in the chat would you would you unsub from us if we had a cannibal on i don't know it's too bad we that, get more it's too bad that japanese uh asian can uh, the japanese cannibal that got away with it fucking isn't still alive we could have him on it's that weirdo that had the the fucking the weird tape, porno tapes of him eating meat and shit after. So yeah. I have a story uh, with that. Um, and it was me and uh, Chris, Chris McGibbon, that we were at the archive at Vinegar Syndrome and talking to the guy behind the desk. And now, again, it's a legal thing. I mean, I've never watched it. I have no desire to watch it. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, he, he became a porn star after he got away with the, the cannibalism and yeah. the whole gimmick and somebody was trying to sell the tape and they didn't take it so vinegar syndrome has some morals uh but he was telling but, me but dan bought it off the guy right, right after <laughs> oh yeah here's, here's 100 bucks no, uh no they well, don't want it here's a 20 Come he on. <laughs> he told me he's like yeah man we we get some crazy stuff in here and in the the gimmick basically is they shoot like you know standard normal adult film and then they would like show the girl like news real footage like so it's pretty fucked, yeah, it's up. fucked up not something i have any desire to watch it's just, but it's it exists there's some clips of it in the vice documentary on that sick fuck oh wow okay yeah i'll watch the doc i'm like i don't need uh it's harder to find the real gore stuff now like they i don't know what they've done but i guess you have to go on reddit it used to be like what do you mean like actual people dying uh no i mean there's stuff like that on youtube but no, i'm talking more like you know somebody falls into a wood chipper see, oh like, yeah like yeah. The, the, i mean gorgris used to be a thing but i don't think it's around anymore see Pitt yeah. doesn't mind if we have cannibals on the show all right that's one vote for cannibalism hey, the other red meat that's all oh my god there we go 
<laughs> Chris would sub twice. Okay. Uh. <laughs> well, you might have to if it's going on a different channel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, as long as the cannibal is not fucking uh, in the wrestling business, I don't care. We'll all have lucha masks on. And, <laughs> oh my god, uh, that's not us. He just has the same hat. <laughs> Dude, Dan, now I want to see you in a Rey Mysterio mask right? so bad. Dan, next time you come, and we I, I hold on, hold on. I'm gonna oh, turn the cam up. The hat's coming off, so this is a big moment. Hold on. Oh, I, I was gonna shit. say this. I was gonna say to save it for the who's that jumping out I'm, the sky? Go. I'm gonna. So do you want me to right wait now. and tease it? Todd? No, no, I want no, to. We want it now. I didn't think you were going right. to do it this season. I'm going to have to go headphones free for this because I do have a lucha mask. All right. That, Let's see. Hold it. on. Hold on. I'm Let's going see. headphones free. So hopefully it sounds okay. Hold Daily, on. Daily, Daily Ghost. Ghost. Fresh, Fresh was a good one. God damn it, Dan. You could have at least muted it. <laughs> okay. No, I, I don't hear the echo anymore. Um, yeah. Did he say Fresh was a good one? Yeah. yeah. That was the. Oh, what's his name? Uh, Winter Soldier. I can't think. Of yeah, his yeah, name. yeah, yeah. Um, I, I fucking yeah, can't. that was that was a good one. That one, yeah. Dan with an eight millimeter mask. Although Dan always tries to put the tool mask on me, like yeah. But <laughs> shit, I need to get me one of those. Huh? Uh, um. But yeah, so uh, XPW in a couple of days. Yeah, we're all gonna That's be there. If anyone's out here. I know yep. you're gonna you're gonna get to see. Yeah, anybody in the uh, LA area, if you uh, are going to XBW, make sure you come and say what's up to us. And uh, Pitt and Ray will be there, so get your uh, Christmas cruelty uh, shit signed, baby. I'm sure that I, actually, I think Pitt went on record saying like, if you give it to him, they'll sign it. So, I, and I don't even think we told Pitt yet. There'll be another director there, director of uh, Till Death to His Park, um, Anthony Pierce. Yep. So, which is uh, Rob Black's cousin. Cousin. So. Yeah. All right. No. Booyaka, booyaka. Lucha Dan coming up. <sighs> what the fuck? What's up, Lucha Dan? What the fuck kind <laughs> of Lucha mask is that? Really, but... You know, Dan, you fucked it up. I, we wanted the hat on top of it. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It wouldn't. It's got the horn. You could balance it on top, Dan. I tried. I can't. But there, there uh... you go. Well, well, now Luchadin we want. Where'd you get that fucking thing? In Mexico. Okay. Well, Dan, well, no. Uh, next, next, next wrestling show. We want you to wear a mask. You can wear your hat on top of. See, see, you gotta have like the fucking gimmick where your mouth is open. That way, you can just pull your beard through it. <laughs> it kind of works, though. It kind of works. Yeah. You know. No, see, it just looks like it looks like you got like a hairy ass neck. Put the hat on, Dan. <laughs> it's not gonna stay on i tried well so what just put it on for a second or hold the it on your head the fit, the, demand it yeah we need that, to that. review some del santo movies some santo movies uh all right dan's just doing the tease i'll accept it for now at least we got to see him look like a goof there we go there we go <laughs> i don't look like a goof this is awesome i'm ready to win the triple a title <laughs> Rob Black, you got a loot. Oh my god! Okay, I'm gonna cut this part out. Yeah, (laughs) I'm making a pitch. Okay, I'm just saying. Dan, don't don't no no pitching. No, I can do better than Ray. 
fucking you know what i'll allow it if he's wrestling schlack because just watching schlack beat the living <laughs> shit out of dan would be amazing he's got to avoid the 619 though i'm pretty sure. <laughs> dude i know for a fact like you would bust your ass so fucking bad trying to do a 619 <laughs> maybe I'll... hilarious you would I go just... fly it out the ring and i imagine him just like yeah not... he's just holding the ropes and just goes straight out when he's trying to do the flip misha's gonna turn on him i'll do a 619 with light two Boom. One, two, three. Oh, it's all right. The guy in the front will grab him. So Schlack's just going to like, you know what's going to happen? He's going to do that, bust his ass, and Schlack's going to pull out a shank from his boot and just <laughs> fucking carve the shit out of it. I'm going to do every show in this mask now, Todd. Remember, made fun of the hat. This is just going to be me now. You, you, know you already cultural appropriate enough. Take that. <laughs> yeah, Dad. You tell us Felice Navidad and we can get the hell out of here. Felice Navidad. Don't eat people. Just to be clear, flesh wound features is against eating people. And uh yeah, uh unfortunately I won't be able to be there on the 10th. There, there everybody's you know lucky because I'm not bringing the heat with my 619. But go there, you can see Todd. Pugs, Kruger, the Christmas cruelty guys, and uh, uh, who else is there, Todd? Everyone, I don't know. Anthony, uh, yeah. yeah, and come see people get hit with shit. So yeah, it'll be fun. You'll have fun, even if you're not a wrestling fan. And fuck, you know, if you got Christmas cruelty or something from that, you want to get signed. Derby Room, Panoma, California. Pomona, California. Sorry. But even better, if you're not in California, you can watch it live on Fight TV. Yep. Live on Fight TV. Yes. I'll That's be doing what... that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to give me the upside down uh, devil no. horn into the camera. <laughs> Say good night, Dan. Good night. Who doesn't love big tits? <laughs> Stay safe, motherfuckers. <laughs>